This message comes from NPR sponsor 3M, who continues to expand production of the respirators frontline workers need globally and is on track to supply 2 billion by the end of 2020. More at 3M.com slash COVID. 3M science applied to life. So I've been I've been away. Have you noticed? I have not. Oh, geez. <laughs> I was in Denver and I was in oh, Minas- yeah, yes, yeah, Minneapolis, yeah. St. Paul, and we did tiny desk contest winning stuff mm-hmm. and it was just fantastic i saw great bands who entered the contest naya Izumi, our winner winner also played what an inspired bunch of nights of, uh, of music what was cool is that in all of these towns that that many of the people in the towns didn't know the musicians who were local to them and then each of the bands didn't sort of know each other and right. all of this sort of Synergy. It really was. You saw all of the bands talking to one another at the end of the show and thinking of planning stuff in Denver. It was very cool. Was there a band that you liked enough you want to share today? Every one of them. Sit back. (laughs) I'll do one because there were so many. And and on the Tiny Desk Contest page, you can find more of them. But uh, I'm going to play a group that I saw in Denver. They are called Audible. Or We Are Audible is how you can find them on the web because Audible mm-hmm. can refer to many things. But lyrically, they were truly inspiring. How about if I play this song from Audible called Up, Up, and Away? And not the fifth dimension in it's my beautiful just balloon. what I was going to no, break yeah, into. No, I you saw could, that. No, yeah. no. Get that song out of your head right now. <laughs> I love now. that you could see it coming <laughs> and, you, did, no. and you headed it off at the pass. Yeah. Yo. Everybody wanna be down with a killer till they pull it. Tell them gather around a tale of five bullets. We tailor this sound, this is that found footage. Could it, should it, would it be? Too much for me to ask your name upon our first contact. Make it to the Hall of Fame upon our first contract. Address you in a righteous way so there's no combat. Got that, do it, civil, lead. Least of all, it's you, most of all, I'm torn. Already added keys, don't make us call the horns. Corpus of audible coming to torch you all. Hot raps, drop that, crispy, please. Hup, up, hup, up, hup, up, in a way, so much you can say. Hup, up, in a way, so much you can say. Hup, up, hup, up, hup, up, in a way. So much you can say. We going up, up, and away, yo. Audible sprouts that farm fresh produce is no use. Opposition gets to know you, you know the leader's procedure and it's a go to. So you know you owe us peace. Listen close, hear the leaves growing. Lawn as lawn doesn't need mowing, even after seed sowing. Locate our outer shell when you're beach combing. Preach then, reach then, teach then, leave. Make sure the taste of raw metal lingers after. Bring the rapture when nobody's ever seen it capture. Wean it back before they pin your wings backwards. Sacrificial on my knees. Hup, 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 and away. So much you could say. Yeah. Hup, up and away. So much you could say. Hup. So much you can say We going up, up, and away Yo What you hashtag in a glad bag Local art smash with your dad's past Blast from the future, present is a mad dash Wrote an oath in 012, we gotta have that huh. Can't explain this intelligence no slack, cross play with the melanin. Skin deep, but never cosplay with the impotent. Oath two on stage, then we ripping it. Hup, 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 up and away. So much you can say. We going up, up, and away, yo. Hup, up, hup, up, hup, up and away. So much you can say. Who are we? We are audible still.
I am so glad you played this. And this is really, I'm so embarrassed when you were talking about it. I was like, boy, that sure sounds familiar. <laughs> and then I remembered I was one of the judges and they were one of my early leaders for the contest. When I was going through all of them, I gave them the high, they had the highest score for a while when I was going wow. through them. Such a memorable video and memorable performance. So much cool wrapped up in it. And yeah, I love the, love the lyrics, the flow, everything. And as a band, uh, which was bass, guitar, and drums, if I remember right, very hot band, really great players. The variety of music they played was pretty wonderful. We Are Audible is how you'll find them online. Audible is how they entered the contest. Uh, and you can watch their video. We'll put the video on the... Yeah, we'll do that. We can put re, their... Re-up it, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, we can put their, uh, their entry uh, for the contest, their, their video they submitted up on the site. I go to Philly and continue the contest tour in Philly and then uh, Seattle and Petaluma, California and Chicago. It's fun. Well, speaking of Philly, I want to play one of my all-time favorite bands from Philly, the band Nothing. Nothing's back? Nothing is back. This band from... This is... They're just this glorious, droning guitar rock band that is sort of like My Bloody Valentine but grittier and darker. This is a band of well-read deep thinkers and their music as loud as it gets and as dark as it gets is usually wrapped up in this existential philosophy these very heavy observations about the state of humanity and questioning our own existence and the point of anything i mean that's why i mean they have this nihilistic name nothing uh their first record was called guilty of everything their second record is called tired of tomorrow you can feel the ennui that they are carrying with them in this music the new record from nothing is called dance on the blacktop i'll explain the name of the record a little bit later but the first song we're getting from it is called zero day and it is in (laughs) part uh about how you can see the world as a very dark and horrible pointless place but still embrace it and love it and find joy in it. Uh, and I'm going to let frontman, the frontman of this group, Dominic Palermo, I'm going to let him tell you a bit more about the song, and then we'll hear the song Zero Day. I've laid awake countless nights contemplating human life, its hostile uselessness, and why I'm one of the few who choose to see it that way, yet manage to move onward. So... I suppose that in a sense, Zero Day is a song of paradoxical enlightenment. Um, There's a poem by Lovecraft called Nemesis that always stuck out to me. Um, He wrote, I have seen the dark universe yawning, where the black planets roll without aim, where they roll in their heart unheeded, without knowledge or luster, or name. It's a frightful thought thinking the thing that we hold most precious is as fruitless as the physical items we build and destroy for while we're still here breathing. But for me, it's kind of turned into something to believe in, a relief. I'm surely going to ruin their day. Hey, Bob and Robin.
I love this band so much. I'm so glad they have new music. Despite the injuries that they've caused you, and yes, uh, <laughs> yes. you you've reeked over the years. I was just of... <laughs> telling our intern, Cat how I messed up my back. At, when one of the guys in the band, I didn't even see it coming, hurled himself off the stage on top of me. Weren't you like looking at your phone? Oh, I was just and... <laughs> standing there like an idiot, staring at my phone right at the front row, and they decided it was time for a mosh pit at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, anyway, nothing. I am so down with this band, and the whole idea that the trick to being happy is understanding that you're not always going to be happy. Um, you know, and, and Dominic Palermo is one of those guys who, as he said in the introduction to this song, he can see the world as this horrible, dark place with all this pain and suffering, but still find love and beauty in its shadows. And um, that's what I hear in this music. Dance on the Blacktop is uh, the new record. It's a reference to prison fights that break out on the blacktop out in the prison yard during, you know, when they're out there for rec time or whatever. Dominic Palermo himself spent some time in prison, a couple years in prison back in the early 2000s on an assault charge. Mm -hmm. So that really informs his worldview. And he also revealed recently that he is suffering from this degenerative neurological disease that's commonly associated with head injuries. And he suffered massive head injuries back in 2015 during an attempted robbery. Uh, he was someone assaulted him. And uh, so he is living with that and making this incredible music with this band, an incredible band as well. Nothing. Dance on the Blacktop. It is out August 24th. This year is going so fast. Wow. You just can't even believe we're already at the nearing the halfway point here. That story of him and the assault and now the injury reminds me of the story that I saw in the Post this morning. And it's also about the beauty and the horrors of life, which was, I just can't get over this story. It keeps sticking with me, which was a story of uh, just up in Maine not too long ago of a car that was charging into a, a field where there were a bunch of children. And this man pushes the children out of the way, goes to close a gate where the car was coming into and dies in this accident. So he saved these children and loses his life. Uh, and it turns out that a handful of years previous, he confessed to, he was a driver in a hit and run where he killed uh, a young child. And it's just chilling to me that these two things, that his life ends saving the life of a child when, you know, 50 years ago, he as a driver took the life of another child. Well, it's a remarkable uh, coincidence. Are you saying you, you, you're buying, is it karma? Is that what you're saying? Karma or just life, cosmic? It, it's cosmic and karmic, and uh, it's mind-boggling how life can have this balance to it. Yeah, I think the key to, to I really think the key to happiness is embracing that often imbalance between the good and the bad in your life and um, understanding that there are going to be a lot of dark days, but that, that doesn't mean that's the way things always are. That's not the way things are always going to be, and that's not the way everything is, right? Yeah. Speaking of dark days. Oh, uh, my gosh. We, uh, we, we brought NPR Music's Lars Gottridge in uh, to play some music today. And I, I can only imagine where you're going with it, Lars. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I just came into a very deep conversation. I'm about to play you some pop music. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was pretty deep. It was pretty deep. What do you got? Uh, so I know you're a fan of this band, Bob. Uh, the 1975. Yes, yes. They are putting out a new record in October. And, and I've not heard this yet, so I'm excited. I've always been extremely surprised, Bob, that you like this band. And Same. And I need I actually I actually would like you to explain to me why you like the 1975 because it, it it kind of baffled me when you told me. There's something smart inside of that music that I that hits my brain that is too uh, difficult to be very direct about. I saw them unknowing who they were in a live show many years ago at DC Nine, and was just swept away in this sort of. Uh, songwriting that they do. I don't know what it is. I, I, they aren't my thing, and they are. So uh, sometimes in life, they're in, I find with music especially, it's sometimes inexplicable. But play this song, maybe I can find a point as to, hopefully I like the song, but to find a point as to what, what, what it is about them. All right, well, here is a Give Herself a Try by the 1975. I will. 
Yes. Yeah. I could have done without the way the vocal was treated, <laughs> analyzing. But but the whole nice distortion that carried the song, uh, it was beautiful. Absolutely. It, it almost sounds like a like if, if they took a, a very short riff from Phoenix I, and just like mm-hmm. clipped it and like turned up the gain. <laughs> nice. Lars and I were talking about this earlier. This is such a, a millennial-centric, Song and you know this is kind of what Matty Healy does. He's kind of uh, I hate to coin a term, but almost like a Twitter poet. Like he he lays out every single emotion and feeling on the page, and you will you'll see that range of emotions in a single song. And I think this is part of why the 1975 has, has had such an audience with a, a lot of teenagers and twenty somethings because he is describing his growing pains as they are experiencing themselves. And this song in particular seems to be talking about he's just hit 29. He realizes that like he's now at the end of his adulting era and now he's about to hit 30. And at that age, you think you know more than you do. And uh, it's clear that Maddie is already very self-aware of like how full of uh, crap he is. <laughs> <laughs> but but also, I mean, he just went through rehab. Right. He, you know, it, it, admitting yourself that you are addicted uh, at twenty nine when you're a rock star and you're out on stage and all that stuff all the time. That's not an easy thing to do. Uh, most musicians fail at realizing that until they're much older. Like that is. Yeah, he made it past 27. Well, there's that. But admitting that when you're young and flying high, you could just be partying and everything. It's it's a, I mean, a, he saved his own life. I think that's why Give Yourself a Try is what he's saying in the song. Well, I, th- I think it's interesting that the, the biggest gripe that older generations have against millennials is that, you know, they say, oh, we say they say they say oh they're they're so entitled that's like the chief complaint but he seems to be saying here that's not the problem the problem is that whatever entitlement you're sensing is rooted in deep insecurities and that the real problem is that they just don't believe in themselves enough mm-hmm. interesting that's how but, i read but i'm going to say most adults don't either <laughs> So. <laughs> well, yeah, you say that about turning it's thirty, and I said, well, when you turn fifty, you, right. think, you realize and at forty, you didn't really know that much either. So, and he's laying it out all, all out on the table. At a certain point, you realize that it's better to sit with these realizations than to just like a blabber about them to everybody that you know, because you're still figuring it out too. Everybody's still figuring it out, and you know, Maddie's telling you it's okay to be messy, but also know that everybody's messy too. Best line in the song, growing a beard is quite hard. And let me tell you, it really is. <laughs> uh, it doesn't get better with age for you, does no, it? No, <laughs> I just, I, I'd love to grow and I shave like once a week. It just won't go yeah. Hey, should we take a break? I think this is a really good time to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Lars. Thanks, Lars. Thanks, guys. Support for NPR and the following message come from the Lagunitas Brewing Company, whose founder Tony McGee and brewmaster Jeremy Marshall want tasting their beers to be a musical experience. You can think of a beer as, a, as an etude. You can think of a beer as a song. You smell, you sip. Those are some of the little high notes, you know, you, it hits your tongue as you start to get the feel of the groove that's going on. And then it spreads across your palate and up into your sinuses, you get the rest of the aromas, and then you swallow and you get that flavor as it goes down your throat. So when you exhale through your nose, you experience the beer again in a completely different way. And there's a little aftertaste. That's a little song. Almost like when you hear a tune and then you think about it later, like the way a song can get stuck in your head. The great thing about beer is you can't download it for free. To discover how music plays a part in more than just great beer at Lagunitas, visit lagunitas.com music. 
You were talking earlier, Robin Hilton, you were talking about getting injured by... Uh, when I was watching with, The Nothing with, Show, with, yeah. Watching The Nothing Show. Were you at, by chance, were you at the South by Southwest show when Idols played? Well, I saw them at one, one of the shows, the, uh, the, but the, I don't know if I was at... Do one. you remember the big chunk of glass that I had in my hand from that oh, show? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if, if out there who knows the band Idols, but Idols is a great punk band from... Uh, the UK, The Guardian called them the best punk band in, in the UK uh, last year when they put out an album that was called Brutalism. And uh, they have a new song. They have a new album coming. You know, I, I have lost in many cases my taste for punk music because sometimes the the passion overrides the message. In other words, I can't even understand what people are saying about what they're all riled up about. Yeah. Uh, and if you're in the particular scene, then you know, and it doesn't matter that every single word you catch well it's more of a feeling than yeah yeah but i really love hearing words and one of the things i love about idols is they have the passion but they have the words that you can hear and take with you and uh, and the messages and the things they're passionate about are things that i can relate to very well Uh, they have a new song out right now it's called danny nidelko it's a song that's really a pro-immigration song this is idols My goodness, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I you you were you were saying really listen to the words, and I I said I just cannot 
make a word out to save my life. And it's not just this music. Like I have to listen to songs many times before I start clicking with the lyrics. It's all melody and production. I mean, I love the energy, and it's certainly more melodic than I was expecting uh, for a lot of punk music. And um, and I and I really loved it, and I would listen to it again. But I thought he was saying, Annie, Annie, are you okay, over and over again there. That's clearly <laughs> not what he was <laughs> saying. Well, I, I, I task you okay. uh, this course of the week to go through and okay. listen to a song. It's really a song about how we come to hate and why we should love and form community. Uh, and that's the band Idols. Uh, new album's coming out. It's called Joy as an Act of Resistance. Comes out August 31st on Partisan. Danny Nadelko is uh, what he was singing about. It's a friend of his who's an immigrant. I love it. We have so many life lessons to share in the music we're playing today because uh, we, we've talked about the, the nihilism of the band Nothing. Well, it's not really. I mean, they believe, they've come to believe that there's beauty and love in the darkness and your message there about us all being in it together. And um, Sam Avian is an artist who has a record out I've been wanting to play for a long time this year, and I just never got to it. Now the record's finally out. Uh, the record's called You Forever. Uh, Sam Avian is a singer-songwriter from New York, and this this record, You Forever, it's um, he says that all the songs collectively are about the need to take responsibility for your actions, that you are in control of you and that everything you do affects others in some way which I think is totally true. And the track that I want to play from You Forever is called Health Machine, and it's one of the lighter cuts on the album. And I'm going to let Sam Avian here tell you a bit more about it, but he says that it imagines a world where all of your problems can be solved with a simple magical machine. The song's Health Machine. The Health Machine is a fictitious device that cures all of our ailments. (laughs) I found myself dreaming it up when we were on tour last year and the band was getting sick and we were just dropping like flies with some sort of flu and we try to do our due diligence to keep our bodies healthy on tour but sometimes the the full takedown is inevitable and in parallel with that tour situation my dad has been battling cancer the last couple of years and it's made me more aware of the medical system in America and health in general. And it's hard not to wish for the health machine cure to come along and fix him up. So thanks for listening.
Yeah, it did have a nice build to it. Oh, fantastic build. And if, if there was ever any question about whether or not the saxophone is back, it is back. Uh, you know, he sings, Sam Avian on this song, he just sings how life is a wonder. And I, it, it is indeed, and I think this song is a nice compliment to some of the other stuff we've played, particularly the, the Nothing track. Uh, Sam Avian, E-V-I-A-N, and that song was Health Machine. His new record, You Forever, is out now on Saddle Creek. I want to play someone who you absolutely love we haven't put on the show in forever, and that is Laurie Anderson. Ooh, yeah, I do yeah, love yeah. Laurie Anderson. Uh, Laurie Anderson did a record that came out earlier this year with Kronos Quartet. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And so it was a multimedia piece she did called Landfall. It's about uh, Hurricane Sandy and hitting the coast of uh, Jersey back in the late October of uh, 2012. For Laurie Anderson, who lived in Lower Manhattan, her Lower Manhattan place got flooded. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a quote, Tom Heisinger did a really nice little blurb on this album, this 70-minute album, and got a quote from Laurie Anderson that, that basically where she says, after the storm, I went down to the basement and everything was floating. Keyboards, projectors, props, papers, books, she says, were among all the losses, all the things I'd carefully saved for all of my life, becoming nothing but junk. And I thought, how beautiful. That's Laurie Anderson, right? <laughs> the beauty in the, in the devastation. Again. Absolutely. And so this record is sort of a chronological look at Hurricane Sandy, starting with a CNN report and hitting land. Uh, and then it takes a couple of curves. And I'm going to take us to one of the curves, but I highly recommend spending time, as I finally got to do uh, this weekend, listening to Landfall by Laurie Anderson and the Cronauts Quartet. I'm going to play this song called Dreams. Don't you hate it when people tell you their dreams? You know, they say things like, I had this dream, and there was this man, and he was my father. No, 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 wait, wait. He was my uncle. No, 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 wait, he was he was my father. No, I, I, wait, I'm not sure. And you say, please don't tell me your dream. But they go on anyway. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was my father, and he he had this bloody, severed head. And they're telling you the dream like it's a movie that you might want to see sometime. And that's something that's happening only in the back of their own head. You know, a while ago, I was in Germany. And I walked into a huge recording studio. And in the middle of the studio was a man wearing no clothes, playing the flute, and covered with flies. And there were enormous mics all over the room. And when I got closer, I saw that the flies were actually tiny microphones attached all over his body. And these mics picked up every little sound So the engineers kept saying, um, we can hear your shirt rustling. Can you take it off? A few minutes later, um, your pants are really loud. They're gonna have to go too. And, and you know, the shoes are deafening. So he was standing there shivering and playing. And there were mics inside the flute too that recorded his breath as it blew through the tube and turned into notes. And in the mix, the sounds from all the microphones combined into a huge symphony. And when you put headphones on, the sound was really so... spatial. The breath rushes into one ear and curves around the top of your skull in chords and harmonics and turns around and around and blows out the other ear 
So being in your head is like being in a huge, drafty bar with the wind blowing through. No, it wasn't like being in a head filled with brains and blood and teeth, but something completely light and empty and full Nobody makes music like that. Yeah, I, I was just thinking uh, how I could understand what she was saying <laughs> uh, that, lyrically. Um, yeah, there aren't a lot of performance artists I abide, but she sort of transcends all of them, I think. Great storyteller. Yeah. Uh, Laurie Anderson and the Kronos Quartet. The record's called Landfall. Transporting. That whole record is transporting. A yeah. lot of There's lots of instrumental chunks in there and then lots of storytelling. It's like 30 tracks, isn't it? Yeah, it's... I want to see the the actual performance, which I haven't seen, the multimedia performance. I'm going to take us out uh, on something with a similar tone. I also listened to a bunch this weekend. This is a, a new project from the f- folks who bring us Cigaros, which is, uh, it's called Liminal, uh, like subliminal, but mm-hmm. liminal. What do you mean the folks who bring us? They, these well, are members of Cigaros? It's Cig- it's it's Yanzi, okay. uh, his partner, um, Alex Summers. This fellow, Paul Corley, uh, and what they are have done is they are making a, how do I even put this? It's kind of an endless mixtape where they're taking material from the history of Sigaros and side projects and so forth, mm. and they're mixing it and remixing it and making something new out of something old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea is that it will be an endless project that will just get added to. They're doing these sound baths where you go to a performance mm-hmm. and you lay down and they'll do this live with Yanzi singing on top of it in live. Uh, so it's, Did you say sound bath? Yes, that's what they're calling it. Interesting. Yeah. So it's hard to know where, what to play. I listen to this record, quote unquote, that is out now called Liminal that you can download but it's a limited amount of stuff but there's also an online component mm-hmm. and uh, it will grow over time right but there it is it's 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 absolutely beautiful one thing flows into another there's no song ends applause you right. know or any of that in the live situation it's just on the record too one thing flows into another and it's really quite beautiful i want to play a song it's untitled six which was on that cigaros record that came out in Called 2002 which whatever, was yeah. just two per- yeah you said it best. Parentheses. Oh, it was parentheses. It's was the like, front of yeah, the record cover. Closing parentheses. And, uh, and uh, on title six is what I'm going to play. And uh, you're going to love this. Let's so. do it. Okay. Thanks, Mr. Hilton. Thank you, Bob. From PR Music, it is All Songs Considered.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines, like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.